Welcome to a new episode of the Bitchin' Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina, and today I'm joined with my most excellent friend, Cole. Hello. And this week we have something a little bit different for you. Last weekend I went to Virginia to see Horrendous and Outer Heaven, and while I was in town, I was able to snag an interview with Outer Heaven's frontman, Austin. So we're going to start that episode with the interview, and then we're going to follow it up with an Outer Heaven song. Sweet. Yeah. Here it goes. I'm here with Austin of Outer Heaven. We're going to, well, first off, for people that don't know who Outer Heaven is, what's something that they should know? Um, We are five-piece death metal band from Pennsylvania, uh, just right outside of Philadelphia. Um, Relapse Records put out our last album in October of 2018, Realms of Eternal Decay. Uh, That was kind of our big jump off. People knew us before that, you know, and we kind of built a little something up over time from, you know, over the last couple of years. Um, But, you know, we were all working towards this record. You know, the record came out October. We did a nice little tour around it uh, with Full of Hell, uh, who are some longtime friends of ours as well. Nice. Um, which, you know, was really good for us. And then, uh, you know, now we're just taking 2019 to just come out and play places we haven't played, you know, festivals, this, that, you know, trying to get to Europe, you know, some plans in the works, stuff like that. We got a tour coming up later this year in June. It's going to be a big one. Um, you know, just trying to grind it out. Are you coming? Are you coming through Texas? Uh, we were supposed to play. We were supposed to play Texas at Austin Terror Fest, which just got announced a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, we were on the bill, but because of the tour that we're doing in June, uh, we had to drop off of Austin Terror Fest. Unfortunately, it just it the tour, you know, was a little longer, you know, and just was a little bit of more of a bigger opportunity for us to get out to some places. Um, so, unfortunately, we were going to do, we were going to play Austin Terror Fest, we were going to tour to Denver, where we were going to be playing playing Electric Funeral Fest um, the following weekend after Austin Terror Fest, and we were going to try to get through, you know, Arizona and New Mexico and wherever, getting yeah. out to Colorado, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, unfortunately, those plans weren't too deep in yet that we couldn't pull away from it to do the other tour. I can't say what the other tour is yet, but it's a good one that we didn't really, really didn't want to turn down. So, you know, but we do have plans or plans in the works to get back out west anyway. So we should be back to Texas soon. Nice. Very cool. When you come through, we'll have to come see you guys. That's where you guys are from? Texas? Yeah, we, we flew from Texas. Wow. Because we're crazy people. Hey, hey. Whatever. <laughs> Anything for fun, as right? they say. For sure. Uh, I always like to know what are people listening to. Oh man, <sighs> a lot of things. Um, I, I had the pleasure of getting to hear the newest Pissgrave album in full recently, nice. um, before its release, uh, which was unbelievable. One of the most unbelievable things I've, that will probably come out this year. Uh, same thing with the new Full of Hell record, uh, nice. which I got to hear in full just this past week. Uh, another crazy, crazy record that'll come out this year. Uh, aside from that, you know, on a regular day, I'll listen to Death, Deicide is one of my go-tos, Cannibal, and then, you know, maybe some weirder stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I might listen to this last week, uh, like Blaze Foley, stuff like that, you know, like country stuff, but like darker, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, cool. Mostly as of late. 
nice. Ooh, if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, who would it be? Man, some heavy hitters. Right? Uh, <laughs> some of our big ones, you know, as a group, you know, I would have, I'd, I'd love to do something with now you know in its current incarnation or past was even do something with morbid angel a tour with morbid angel you know morbid angel is like one of our absolute god tier level bands for us so you know morbid would be a big one um you know living or dead you know chuck schaldiner is obviously the big you know those, those are your more typical answers you know bands that are currently you know out in the world doing stuff you know that are a little more recent maybe you know uh, uh, actually horrendous is a great band they kind of they kind of yeah. play in a death a later era death sound that I really like yeah. um, uh, man there's so many bands it's hard to decide you know so who's top of the list. There's just, I, I mean, I'd love to do so many things with so many bands. It's just, you know, they are, everybody already does a million things. It's hard to say. But, yeah. you know, and, and really any anybody who'd be willing to work with us, I totally appreciate on any level. So, you know, Very nice. basically that much. Well, hopefully those dreams come true one day. Yeah, you know, we, you know, we're trying to get, we're trying to work out a split for this year. So if anybody listens to this, who's cool, hit us up, you know. Um, <laughs> We're trying to work out some new songs for maybe a split this year. You know, we're just trying to keep the train rolling with new music. We put out the record in October. We just put out a single in the Decibel Flexi series in the January issue. And then hopefully sometime before the end of the year, we can get it split out. Uh, the last time we did a split, it was like one of the biggest things we ever did. You know, we did we did a four-way split. It was us, Gate Creeper, Scorched, and Homewrecker, a four-way split. And that was huge. I'd love to do something similar to that again, you know, with another group of bands to mold maybe a feather and bone those are some good friends of ours yeah. that i think you know would maybe be interested you know stuff like that that would be super sick and yeah. I would, i'd listen to that yeah i, uh, I hope so <laughs> somebody would <laughs> right um oh what is your music making process for me personally you know since my contribution mostly would be lyrics vocals you know yeah. blah 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 I typically, it's very rare that I have a full song written lyrically until the songs are almost completely recorded in the studio. I, I get into the process of finishing the songs really late because I have gotten into the situation in the past where we, I write lyrics to the practice recordings, you know, and stuff like that. And then when we go to record them, speeds change, parts maybe change a little bit, and my lyrics kind of get thrown out of whack. So I kind of want to write to a more finalized version of most of the tracks. So when it comes, you know, I get a lot of inspiration for my lyrics, stuff lyrically from movies and books that I read. Video games are a big one, you know, considering the band is named from a video game, you know. So, um, you know, we're named from a video game, so that's obviously a big influence on a lot of the stuff that we do. 
um, horror movies, stuff, science fiction is a big thing for us. The whole theme of our last record, you know, was based off of a very obscure, you know, stoned ape theory, which is like a whole crazy thing with mushrooms and, you know, primitive man and, you know, the dawn of time and shit like that. You know, that's also, that, that's been kind of a newer thing that I've been mixing in is kind of like weird psychedelic stuff. You know, it's something we like. I just didn't really have a platform to write about it until this record because it was such a big topic to tackle yeah. that. That, you know, I wanted, to, I needed a whole record to really play out a scenario that I had kind of cooked up myself, more or less. Speaking of video games, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan as well. Uh, what are you playing lately? Uh, my, it's a, it's my birthday on this upcoming Tuesday, and so all the games that were coming out around this time, people come to me and they say, "What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday?" I say, "Well, you might as well just get me these games." So, yeah. my fiance's mom got me Resident, the new Resident Evil 2 remake nice. um, that I'm waiting to show up in the mail now. Um, hopefully tomorrow if I'm lucky so I can get on it right. and then uh, the other big one was Kingdom Hearts 3 that's going to come out on Tuesday um, I was hoping to have Resident Evil fr Friday so I could try to beat it before Tuesday so <laughs> but that doesn't look like it's happening um, aside from that you know there's a couple uh, games I've been playing new Super Smash on my Switch oh, yeah. uh, Moonlighter that's a good more like indie title for the Switch uh, 2019 has like some an absolutely unbelievable slate of games coming out, you know, just all over in every genre of gameplay. So it's like I'm I have to stay on top of all these things pretty regularly, you know. I still need to go back and beat Red Dead 2. I, I laid off that for a second to play something else that had come out at the time, and I got kind of caught up in that. And then all these other games started coming out. I just started I just started playing the. Uh, the Spyro Reignited Trilogy for PS4, just going back and playing some of those games from when I was a little kid, you know, yeah. just ripping through those. I mean, when you're an adult, you can rip through one of those games in like two hours, but, you know, when we were younger, it was like the craziest shit on earth, but it's right. nice to go back and have be able to play some of those games again, but they look like a million times more amazing, you know. So were you able to unlock all the characters in Super Smash? I haven't yet. I got it a little bit late in the game, um, and I got kind of hooked on the online play because the online play in this game is like so amazing compared to the light, the, you know, the earlier titles with yeah. glitching out and shit like that. So now that the online play is really nice, I've been like like going crazy on it and. I haven't been taking the time to unlock people. All I've been doing is looking up online how I unlock the specific characters that I want to play with oh, and then yeah. going and unlocking them and using them in the online play. But I will, you know. My buddy is like the, the old bass player of Outer Heaven and yeah. uh, are some some of the guys in our drummer's other band uh, are really into Smash. So we get together all the time and, you know, get a big group going, playing Smash and whatnot. But I will eventually unlock everyone. <laughs> It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, especially <laughs> this game with the biggest, you know, set of characters to date. You know, it's it takes a while. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Let's see. Oh, this is my goofy question. If you could transform into any mythical creature, what would it be? <laughs> oh, man. This goes back to my, like, weird X-Files things. There was the... What was the what was the the fluke man from X Files, the real fucking weird guy from the, like the what might have been the first season of X Files, fluke man. That's a weird mythical creature, and he's cool. And that's not your typical answer either. So no. I'll try to keep that answer a little bit outside of the box. Any sick mythical creature from X Files, is, you know, 
which is a big influence on me, yeah. I think would be super sick. Fluke Man would probably be like my number one. Nice. I have yet to have a fluke, so. Yeah, it's I a it's an interesting that. answer. I'm sure. Well, good no, it's it's a good great one. episode. All episodes. What? Um, what? Well, like, what keeps you? going what do you find rewarding about creating music to me personally the best part about all of the stress and the time and everything you spend in this band is playing shows you know to me playing shows are the reward for all the hard work that I have to put into this band yeah. especially now at the level that we're at you know it, it takes a lot more of my time and my effort than it ever did but it's worth it because you know it, it kind of comes full circle you it, the more time and effort that you spend, the more you see from it. So, you know, it's like, it's kind of just a big circle that pays itself off in the long run. So I don't mind putting in more effort because I get more reward, you know, yeah. in the long run. And, you know, that's kind of nice when it comes down to the whole thing. You know, I love uh, playing, but playing shows has always been my, you know, my biggest reward for everything that we do yeah. here. I just like, you know, it's just a good, it's just a thing I have fun doing. And I just like to get in front of people and do the thing, you know, with my guys. It's fun. Very good. Very good answer. Uh, oh, what do you eat for breakfast? It's funny because I don't actually really eat much breakfast. I get up really early for work, so it's so early that you're not really hungry. Yeah. So I kind of just eat all my meals super early. So I, if I do eat something for breakfast, it's at like, you know, 6.30 or 6 in the morning. Yeah when I've already been at work, and then I eat lunch at like 10.30, and then I eat dinner at like 4.30, you know. My whole, because I get up so early, my whole day kind of happens on an earlier and earlier schedule. Yeah. So, but when I do eat breakfast, you know, I go to Wawa or on my way to work or I make a bagel or some dumb shit like that. But I'm never really a big breakfast guy. The only time I like to eat breakfast is if I like go out to eat, you know. <laughs> just have particular only about that, not really any other meal of the day. Breakfast food just never was that crazy to me. I got a book for Christmas from my parents. It was a Johnny Cash book of poems that Johnny Cash wrote, uh, which is a little more obscure because Johnny Cash wasn't really known for his poetry writing. Uh, I had seen the book online uh, that someone had been reading it and it looked interesting, and I thought, you know, it's a kind of a dark guy towards the end there, so I thought maybe the poetry would be like that, and it kind of is, you know. There's some more whimsical stuff, but, you know, some dark stuff in there too. And then uh, I was reading another book, a David Lynch book, to Catching the Big Fish or to Catch the Big Fish, something like that. Uh, kind of like a David Lynch explains how he does things, you know, like secret David Lynch's secrets to success type of thing. That was another one I was reading not too long ago. That sounds interesting. Which was, yeah, you know, I, I try to read stuff that's, the, you know, I can get through it. Not, like, super easy, but I don't have to, like, really invest a lot into it because I don't have a ton of time to sit down and read. But, you know, comics, I read on my phone, you know, and stuff like that all the time. But I, did I would comics. That's light reading. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what comics do you like? <sighs> Recently... Walking Dead was a big one. A lot of image titles I, that I always read. I haven't been keeping up so much lately. Um, I got the Marvel, one of those Marvel Universe, is that what I think that's what it's called, accounts where it has like the whole backlog of the digital comics. Yeah. I think that Marvel something. It's the Marvel app where you can just go and get all the digital copies of everything. Oh, yeah. And um, 
So I've been going back and just going through back through some like you know like key stories through like X Men, Fantastic Four, you know, a lot of the like Marvel Galactic stuff because you know with the movies kind of moving in that direction now it's nice to know some of that stuff again you know having not read it in years and years and years you know just kill time here there I can flip through a couple pages or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm a big comic fan too. I worked in a comic shop for like seven years. So. I, we had a. I can't. I can't. Good. I can't remember the name of the comic off the top of my head. But it, one of the newer comics on Image, um, one of their writers, uh, who I guess he had done some writing for Marvel. It said I had. This is the first time I had heard of him. But yeah. he, in the back of he did a little column. I guess every month in the back yeah. of his the issues that he does for his new comic series. Huh. Um, where he talks about stuff he's reading, stuff he's listening to, and he actually shouted us out nice. uh, in one of the back, in the back of one of these image comics. And so I've been trying to find a copy of it at the at the shops around us, just just so I can have it because it's cool to see our name inside of a comic book. But oh, yeah. you know, uh, I, I wish I could remember the name off the top of my head. But it's one of like the it's one of the bigger writers at Image. It, maybe um, it's it's it, it, it wasn't a name that I recognized, so it wouldn't be like you know. Gar, or what's his name from Walking Dead, or uh, Robert Kirkman, or like someone like that. Jason you know. Aaron. Doesn't ring a bell. It was it yeah. was a name I hadn't seen, but it was cool regardless. Hell yeah! Well, hey, we should probably wrap it up because okay. you're gonna well, rock time out. To play. Yeah. Yes.
That was Outer Heaven with their song Multicellular Savagery off of their 2018 release Realms of Eternal Decay that came out on Relapse Records. And they are some excellent death metal. Don't you agree, Cole? I agree. song was extra dirty. Mm-hmm. I very much appreciate that. Good chug riffs. Super, um, what's the word? Involved lyrics. It's very, uh, I don't know the word for it. Uh, I don't know, but I guess we'll say, hey, Austin, good job. Very good job, Austin. <laughs> Were you looking at the lyrics for multicellular yes. savagery? Okay. I wasn't sure if you were looking at all the lyrics or just those lyrics, because I I saw you huffing my my hard copy. <laughs> <laughs> I love to to huff the the print. It's my favorite. Yeah. Also, interview. He mentioned the David Lynch book, and I immediately thought of you. I bet you did. Yeah, I would. <laughs> also, X Files. Love X Files. I can't say i've actually seen many episodes but i'm gonna have to fix it <laughs> anyway speaking of uh i'm a little sad that they weren't able to make it to austin terror fest but i am definitely gonna keep an eye out for when the tour is announced that mm. they're gonna be on uh, i have no idea where it's going who's on it mystery <laughs> shrouded in mystery but Dude, they were crazy live. Like, honestly, I I flew to Virginia with the sole intention of seeing Horrendous because they don't do a lot of big tours. Mm-hmm. And I was tired of not seeing them. And they were fantastic, of course. And really, really nice guys. Also, new Horrendous sweatshirt. <laughs> it's pretty rad. Uh, anyway... Outer Heaven was a pleasant surprise, and I really like them. They're a really good band. And Austin's a crazy person on stage, which I approve of. Like, are we talking fire, uh, firecrackers? You know, I shouldn't even say on stage, just waltzed performing. Mm-hmm. He was on stage for the first and last song, uh, but the rest of the time he was just, like, in the pit, growling like a bear. Nice. And it was, it was badass. Even even the gentlemen of Horrendous were like, we'd do that if we didn't have guitars strapped to us. <laughs> so, bravo, bud. And if you uh, happen to see Outer Heaven coming into your area, definitely go see them. Good people. Good fucking death metal. Speaking of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play something progressive. Oh, interesting. And, and death metally. Uh I'm curious if you can figure out where this band is by just hearing their music. I'll I don't, definitely take a stab at it. Right? I mean, I think that we should play like a game. Okay. Every song that I play, we'll see if you can guess what country it's from. Now, Outer Heaven is kind of a dead giveaway. <laughs> Austin sounds American. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, so if, obviously. if if I just heard them for the first time, uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably assume that they're American. Yeah, uh, but anywho, uh, we're gonna listen to Morning Sign. 
that was Morning Sign with their song Who Will Crown the King off of their third full-length release, Contra Mundum. That was off of... Their label is Orchestral Misery Records. Wow, my handwriting shit. (laughs) (laughs) Where are they from, Cole? (laughs) Man, I had a hard time getting a handle on that. Um, I mean, my wild guess, since I couldn't pin anything on them, would be maybe Columbia? Hmm. No? That's interesting. I can't think of a single band from Columbia. Uh, no, they're actually Swedish. They're Swedish? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Like, talk about being the odd one out of the bunch. I mean, I, I liked it. I think the thing that really shines for this band is the guitar work. But this band is not a new band, per uh-huh. se. Uh, they originally formed back in 1992 near Halstrahammer, Sweden. The band quickly hit the studio with their debut recording, Last Chamber, which helped secure a recording contract with the Italian label Godhead. The following year, the band released the mini-CD Alienator in 93, followed, followed by the self-titled Morning Sign, uh, released in 95, which is their first, first full-length. Both received favorable reviews from the media, but the band's second full-length, Multiverse, back in 96, uh, left many scribes and followers stunned. Multiverse set the standard for progressive death metal, but alas, the following year the band simply went on hiatus. Members eventually started new projects, like Sweden's Amaran, which is a power metal band, and uh, continued to churn out progressive-sounding material over the years. They reformed back in 2013. And, uh, though this says 2016, Metal Archives has different shit. Anyway, they finally got out of being in hiatus (laughs) and uh, made this. So, yeah. Oh, uh... Contra mundum, meaning in Latin to defy or oppose everyone else. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, that came out back in uh, December, so it's still pretty pretty fresh. I think part of the reason why I wasn't able to uh, identify where they're, where they're from, because it, it, since it is progressive, there's a lot, of, there's a lot going on in, in there. I think I'm jaded on, you know, Swedish-style death metal. So, I mean, obviously, if I would have heard that, oh, yeah, Sweden. But there was nothing distinguishable there to help me identify that that was Sweden, which is cool, though. I like that. Yeah, I I thought you might. Like, I'm not, I'm like, some progressive death metal gets kind of tedious, but (laughs) I thought that, I mean, the whole album's pretty, pretty solid, I'd feel. There's a lot of good parts on that. <laughs> and I there like are it. fast parts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always appreciate the fast parts. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I like to have some variety <laughs> in in my music sharings. Uh, so we're going to go from 
death metal to some atmospheric black metal. Sounds good to me. Fuck, this, you could even call it cosmic atmospheric black metal. Ooh. Mm, yeah, we'll let that stew. I'm going to just play it.
that was Misarthium. That was the song three. Yes, that is the third track. And that's off the album Absence. Though you'll only be able to read it if you know his Morse code. That That's the translation. And I do not know nice. Morse code. Uh, but uh, where are they from, Cole? <laughs> so my guess, my wild guess, would be that they are Italian. Hmm. Interesting. They're actually Australian. Crap. It's okay. Is that a picture of a comet, by the way? It's... Spacey. <laughs> it's space stuff. Like, all their spacey. album covers are space stuff. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, that's definitely the, the most simplistic of their album uh, art. Other ones are a little bit more... Uh, nebulas or some shit whoa dog and this is what happens when you do a podcast with a little dog in your lap he gets all squirmy so there's a lot of space on that <laughs> i didn't mean to do that but here we are um yeah definitely very atmospheric i like the the organ parts the the synth parts. Oh yeah. I uh, I really like that. I bet you would. So that was their second album. <laughs> uh, they released their third full length just last year, but it's a lot more electronic and synth driven, and less of the black metal elements are present. Present, I feel. Interesting. Um. But I mean, it's still, it's still pleasing. I just felt this fit better for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it more. <laughs> so there's that. But I'm always a sucker for atmospheric black metal. When I was finding music for this episode, I was like, oh, and we'll do another black atmospheric <laughs> black metal after. Yeah, and I was trying not to have all the Atvo Black, but, you know, there's going to be some. Are you ready for it? Are you ready to guess the next band? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Well, uh, they're called, I'm probably fucking this up, Goth? At G-O-A-T-H? Hey, yeah, yeah, I must be saying it correctly. Goth. Yeah, we're going to listen to... Will of the Mountain. Thank you. 
that was Goth off of their Dying Seasons Glory album, Will of the Mountains, was the song. They are on Northern Silence Productions. Ooh. Does that maybe give you an idea? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Are they from Norway? Ireland. God dang it. Uh, Goth means wild in Irish Gaelic. Ah. You need to brush up on your Gaelic, apparently. Right. <laughs> my my wild, wild guess was going to be India. <laughs> I... But... You know what? What? I'm going to try to find some Indian <laughs> atmospheric black metal for next episode. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to need it. <laughs> like, a lot. Anyway... That is a one-man band. Ah, he yes. Likes, he likes Zaster and, and Bathory and Wolves in the Throne Room. This guy does? Yeah, I sometimes try to, like, I'm really shit at, like, hearing influences. Mm. And... Now that you mention that, now I can I can kind of pick up on that. Yeah. Initially listening to it, I, I did not, but... Oh, Drowning the Light... Woods of Desolation. There's some bands in there that I'm like, not super familiar with them, but I like Candlemass too, bud. Candlemass <laughs> is the tits. Some good shit. Anyway, I like it. I like that atmospheric black metal. It's super heavy on the atmosphere, especially in the end. It's just like, <laughs> that. that's... Uh, yeah, I really enjoy uh, one-man bands. I mean, I like the idea of having a band and having multiple people uh, having a say in what you know input they have on on the song. But I really like the uh, the isolated feeling of just one person like doing all of this work. It's like drawing it from different parts of their mind. I like that. Yeah, and. Um with the previous, like, we listened to two atmospheric black metal songs, but I feel <laughs> like they're, even though they fall into the same umbrella, they're still very different. Yeah. It's very spacey. The other one's much more grounded. It's still good shit. And I feel like it's super relaxing, and I need to wake your ass up. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of Gilded Lily? I have not. Uh, you're about to.
these hard to pin bands that you're picking for me. You like the challenge. I th- I have a feeling that I'm not going to get any of these right. <laughs> I can I can feel it. I mean, honestly, I thought you would get um Morning Sign. Uh-huh. Because Sweden and I know how much you appreciate Swedish metal. I think it will like I said, I think it was because I'm like so jaded on Swedish death metal that like I know nothing else. Yeah. In Sweden. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Gilded Lily. That was the song Weakling Sun off of their Mongrels Light album that came out back in two thousand sixteen. They are on Lion's Jawbone. Lion's Jawbone. Yeah. What, what okay, so what uh what would you classify this as? Like Uh let's see. Did I get this off of the Metal Archives? Uh, they put their style as black and death with hardcore influences. Okay, so that, yeah, that's kind of what I was, what, how I was feeling about it. Like, maybe, like, grindcore and and a little bit of black metal. So that's interesting. So It is. Ooh. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too hard. It is too hard. Um, just, just Norway? Like, what? A oh, fucking the Canadian. God dang it. It's okay. It's it's all right. But anyway, did you like it? I did. Um a lot of uh switcheroos there, switching between the the black metal and the seem like really uh grindcorey. In yeah. the band name. Gilded Lily. Gilded Lily. Yeah. Elmart's pretty nice. Which I know I don't actually have that up super big, but it's a the painting is a dog. You know, mongrel's light. Mongrel dog. Hmm. Makes sense. But I thought they're real good. Canadian. Oh yeah, from Ontario. Don't Damn you it. Know. It's okay. I doubt you'll get the other ones either. <laughs> <laughs> That's about how I'm feeling. (laughs) Well, uh, how about something a bit darker? I'll take that. All right. I'm not even going to tell you the band name. I'm just going to play that shit right now.
All right, that was maybe Leviathan, maybe Levithan, L-V-T-H-N. Levithan. 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 Where, where, where are they from? Cool. So this band is from. <laughs> <laughs> this band is from Africa. Now you're just making shit up. Hold on, let me let me make a real you're guess. You're not even trying. Let, let me make a real guess. So man, it's like they they there's not like enough for me to grab onto. Well, okay, it's black metal. It is. So it's got to be from Well, I mean my my first my first guess when I think of black metal is always going to lean towards Norway, but I know it's not Norway. It can't be Norway. Um so is it Poland? Mm, no. no, but hey, at least you're in the kind of, they're from Belgium. Belgium. At least you're in Europe. At least you got that going for you. Anyway, that uh, song was My Indignation off of their Eradication of New Science from the 2016 that was released on Fallen Empire Records. They're five-piece. What's the record company? Fallen Empire. Fallen Empire. Records. It reminds me of the uh, a more robust later satiricon material. Like it has mm. like that that black black metal like rocky feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like it's very it's very straightforward. It's not like blast beats throughout the whole song. Like there's different um, movements to it. You're not getting blasted to pieces. Yeah. It's just nice, flowing, black metal. Liptichin. <laughs> You're still caught up on the band name. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't find an interview with them pronouncing it because finding interviews from black metal bands <laughs> can be challenging. Because black metal, we don't do interviews or something like that. But eh, either way, good shit. God shit. Oh my god, Cole. Do you see this? What happened? We only got two bands left. Oh no. Oh fuck. But it's going to be good shit, dude. We're going to get out of the black and get into the death. Maybe I might have an easier time telling with this. Maybe. What country they're from. Have you heard of Carnal Ruin? Carnal Ruin? I have not. Oh, fresh new Carnal Ruin. It's good for you. Blech.
All right, that was Carnal Ruin, the song Pyres of Atonement, off of their Immortal Domain EP that came out last year. So cool. You think you know where this band is from. So I know how this is going to go. All right, so I'm going to guess this because it sounds exactly what I what I think that it is or where they're from. Okay. But they're not going to be. I already know this. They might be. Uh, this sounds like old school Swedish death metal, so I'm going to say that they're from Sweden. Oh. Of course they're not. Oh. God. You know, I, I feel like the last two bands I should at least give you like a... Maybe a hint. They're, oh, the last two bands are from America, so I'm going to make you pick a state. And... So this... Ooh. Yeah. State. In that state. Well, they're definitely not from Texas. That is true. They would have to be from Oregon. What? Dang it. Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. Florida. One of their influences obituary. Oh, snap. Do you not listen to enough obituary? You know, I I have not, actually. I think the only album that I really listened to maybe all the way through is Cause of Death. Well, that's probably because it's Cause of Death. Yeah. Yeah. But outside of that, no. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's probably the only album I listened to (laughs) as well. That's okay. I'm giving you shit. It's it's totally okay. Yeah. But they list Obituary, Morbid Angel, who doesn't list Morbid Angel as influences, Malevolent Creation, Cannibal Corpse, Deicide, Grave, Entombed, and Unleashed. Entombed, nice. I mean. Of course, yeah. Some good shit, and of course. But it's a damn good EP. It was tough picking a song because it's just so tasty. Yeah, I liked I liked how it started. It was a weird weird start and then it segued into like party. Woo 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 Florida man. Uh it I don't know why, but the beginning of that song makes me want to listen to Leviathan. Jeff Whitehead Leviathan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, the intro is really weird. I like I like it though. I like weird too. Weird's good. Weird's Weird's real good. Oh god. I hate I hate coming to the end, to the near to the near end, to the last band. You know what I hate? Not being able to guess where these bands are from. <laughs> That's what I hate. I didn't realize this game was going to be so hard. Maybe I'm just like so far away. Maybe. From metal. I fi- I swear I was like Carnal Ruin, Floridian death metal sounds Floridian. Totally no. forgot about the Florida death metal scene. I mean, come on, dude, death. Damn it. Everybody worships Chuck. We should, we should just call him the the Chuck. The, <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> the Chuck. Yeah. Anywho, I I I digress. <laughs> the final band. We're gonna listen to Superstition. They have a demo out called Surging Throng of Evil's Might, and it's real good. And we're going to listen to Outer Mutation. (laughs) 
Cole, what did you think of Superstition? I liked it. Um, also, where are they from? <laughs> they are from Florida. The last band was from Florida. I know. Okay, just think of the last state you'd expect metal to come from. The last state uh, that I would expect metal to come from? Arkansas. Think more west. More west. Nevada? No. No. Uh. Uh. I don't know. New Mexico. New Mexico. Ah, oh, I, I I can't think of... I'm like... I, I try to think of a band that's from New Mexico, and yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of any. Um, and I guess because there's been mention of Morbid Angel, maybe that's like been branded in my mind in this episode, but there there were certain parts of this that reminded me of uh, Blessed Are the Sick and uh, Altars of Madness, like little tidbits here and there, like old Morbid Angel. Mm. So that was nice. I bet. Well, uh, first off, I think that this demo is far, far too good. Like, <laughs> fucking stop it. Far too good <laughs> to be a demo? It's too good. Uh, <laughs> they've signed to 20 bucks spend. They have uh, a new LP recorded. Not yeah. released, but recorded. Uh, they were recently announced at Kill Town Death Fest in Copenhagen, which isn't until September, but it's already sold out. Uh Uh, They're touring with Blood Incantation and Necrot. And if you're one of the lucky motherfuckers in Albuquerque, New Mexico, you get to see them at Sister Venue uh, February 14th. So if you're in Albuquerque, do yourself a favor and go to that show because, oh my God, so good. (laughs) Like, real good. I listened to that demo a lot. A lot. Like, last weekend when I was flying, I I spent a lot of time on planes that weekend. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hate planes right now. Uh, <laughs> and I just, like, kept listening to it. I mean, I switched to Goth when I was reading, because it's, it's good reading material. Mm. But for just drowning out the screaming children... Ugh. And and trying to forget that the kid's kicking your seat, oh, and how no. you want to cut her legs off and shove them up her ass, but then you realize <laughs> that's child abuse and you can't, so you just play some superstition and some carnal ruin, and you'd not think, and just mm, get in on all that tasty death metal. Superstition. Superstition. So good. I ordered a patch. Nice. Yeah. I'm like, put that on my battle best and cross my fingers. I'm super jealous of people in Denmark get to see them before I do. <laughs> and they're from my fucking country. But that's just how it goes. It feels like people in Europe like metal more than Americans do. Uh, you're probably right. Uh, America seems to be saturated with, like, on the surface, pop. Like, yeah, and and rap. Yeah. Uh, though I feel like those things inter intermingle anymore these days. Like it's gone from like pop rock to just like pop hop. There's like country rap now. Are you fucking kidding? It's it's terrible. Well, I already hated country, so I like me... country and like to Ugh. well, I say I like country. 
Like You like old country, though. Old country and, like, fairly new country. But now what's starting to happen is they're, they're like, they're all going in one direction. So it's mm-hmm. it's easy to be like, oh, that's this guy. Oh, that's this guy. They're all cookie cutter. Yeah. It's I, terrible. I see you're wearing your Hank Williams shirt. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I like Hank Sr. And I like uh, Hank Jr. And Hank the Third is, is okay, but I always like Dear Hank Sr. It's, it's like <laughs> they clone and then Hank they the Fourth, cl- Hank the Fifth. <laughs> it's like if you if your name is Hank and you have a son, you must name it Hank. Yeah, I know what's gonna happen too. They're gonna there's gonna be Hank Hank Four, which will be Hank the Third's son, and then Hank Four will have a son, Hank the Fifth, and they're going to make. Bukus of money with like that because like a fifth of whiskey, uh. So that's my guess. That's well, my... what if all the Hanks get together and and tour, <laughs> but like Hank Four gets really big into the like rap country scene. Oh no! And his family's not gonna let him let let him do that. They're gonna boo him off stage. They would. They would not allow that. Yeehaw, motherfucker! <laughs> this is, this is, I never thought that uh, my podcast would go that way <laughs> country metal next next bitchin uh i feel like folk metal's about as close as we're gonna get to that fair enough yeah and that panopticon album that came out last year the panopticon. double lp what panopticon yeah did you listen to the panopticon album that came out last year i don't think so first I just half like the name. is atmospheric black metal uh-huh. second half is like folk country Ooh. I feel like that's right up your alley. I'm huh. surprised. I am. I am shocked and appalled. Panopticon. Don't worry. We'll. We'll. I'll put it on for you. I. I can appreciate it from like. The the storytelling aspect of folk music. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like. It's not my jam. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, but it's still like good job. Panopticon, dude. Like, even I could listen to it at least once, so. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, next week, I got, I'm going to be playing a lot more new stuff. I feel like at least one episode a month gets a bit heavy on, like, the new shit that's not out yet, but you get to hear it. Mm. Uh, I got new stuff from Booze Control, Cold Colors... I'm really excited about the new Gatekeeper and Traveler. So, listen, listen next time for fresh new metal. Ooh. Oh, thanks, thanks for being here, Cole. You're more than welcome. And uh, as always, support the bands that you heard. If you like it, of course. If you like it, support it. Uh, bitchinmetal.com always has the best show notes that will send you right to where you can buy their music and support these bands. If they're coming to your area, go see them. If you hate going to concerts, I'm really sorry for that. (laughs) (laughs) You just go buy some music. (laughs) Until next time.